A ceasefire deal begins and some hostages released today. What President Biden had to say about the long road ahead. And as shoppers fill the stores for Black Friday, do shops have enough employees to meet the rush? Just a little bit of rain here for the weekend. We'll show you when the pattern shifts and we turn much wetter than this. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. 13 Israeli hostages released by Hamas are now back in Israel. They crossed the border from Egypt last night, according to the Israel Defense Forces. The released hostages underwent an initial medical assessment and will be returned, or reunited rather, with their families at Israeli hospitals. A four-day ceasefire took effect earlier today. In an address today, President Joe Biden stressed this initial release of hostages is just a first step for the recovery of those released, for those still being held, and for the prospect of peace in that region. All of these hostages have been through a terrible ordeal, and this is the beginning of a long journey of healing for them. The teddy bears waiting to greet those children at the hospital are a stark reminder of the trauma these children have been through, and at such a very young age. In exchange for the group of 24 hostages, Israel is set to release 39 Palestinians who are being held. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Well, real beautiful day here today. Temperatures mid-60s, sunshine. We're cooling off now, though, but we still have the sun, as you can see from our Ewald Kubota camera in Georgetown. Mostly it's low 60s now, so we have started cooling off a little bit, but skies are still clear, and they should stay mostly clear, at least for the next few hours, maybe a few more clouds at 11. 56 at 7, 52 at 9, and we're already in the 40s by 11 o'clock tonight, uh, eventually another chilly night. Coming up in first warning weather, some spotty rain for the weekend. We'll time that out ahead of a lot of chilly temperatures over the course of the next week. We'll show you when more meaningful rain is likely and a pattern change that even means more rain. All right, Nick, thanks. Millions of Americans are expected to hit the shops for a Black Friday today, with the National Retail Federation expecting nearly 130 million people to spend money. Experts say as you shop today, there are a few things to remember. First, make a list so you stay organized. Second, always cross-check deals online to make sure that you're truly getting a discount. And try to use cash back cards if you have that as a feature on your credit card to make sure that you get some nice rewards for those big purchases that you might be making. With all of that shopping, will there be enough workers to meet the demand? KXN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with local experts to find out. Bumper to bumper traffic, crowds and shopping bags. Loads of shoppers staked out the Tanger outlets in San Marcos in search of deals. Black Fridays are definitely our Super Bowl. This but Allison Murphy with Tanger says shops here are also searching for seasonal workers. It just depends on each store on how many they're going to hire more. I know um, I spoke with one of the stores and they said that they had six extra coverage just for today. She says even before the holiday season, stores haven't had trouble filling open spots. They're always hiring. They're always looking to fill positions. Um, we, we do live close to the campus, so we do have that flow of students that come in and out. So our restaurant clients get really busy. They are looking for seasonal staff. Casey Nitchik and Todd Gurgis are with Talent 512 Patrice and Associates. They recruit workers for hospitality businesses. They say demand for wait staff is high this time of year, but the busyness of the holidays also bring another challenge. These smaller clients that we have or uh, companies where they get really heavy seasonal um, influx of 
private bookings and dining and all of that, you know, holiday parties, it's difficult to bring on some management staff during that time. They say hospitality as a whole is still seeing a shortage, but there have been some positive changes. We are seeing a lot of increasing in salaries and wages. Yeah, wages the across the board. The Texas Workforce Commission says last month, the state hit a new employment record with the labor force growing by nearly 21,000 people. And the National Retail Federation expects its own new record by December, with Americans expected to spend up to $966 billion. Murphy says Tanger is ready for that challenge. This is our time to shine. In Austin, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. Well, a deer decided to get a jump on Black Friday shopping in Maine yesterday. Police arrived at this store after getting a call from what they thought was a holiday burglary. They found a large front glass window smashed with many items knocked over inside. A police officer's body camera shows the suspect. It is a white-tailed deer caught on video inside the store. The deer was able to leave on its own. Police say the animal was not seriously hurt. If you want to check out some professional holiday lights, Peppermint Parkway opens tonight at the Circuit of the Americas racetrack. The drive-through light experience runs through December 30th. According to their website, ticket packages are per vehicle and start at just over $40. That includes admission to Peppermint Plaza with rides and a holiday market. And new for this year, there is a petting zoo. The plaza opens at 5 with the parkway open tonight at 6 o'clock. Democratic Congressman Lloyd Doggett of Austin says he'll get an update next week from U.S. Department of Agriculture leadership following its investigation into food benefit delays in Texas. Yesterday, we first reported the state was being investigated over its handling of benefits with the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. This comes following anonymous whistleblower complaints alleging that wait times for benefits to help pay for groceries are projected to exceed 200 days. The federal standard is 30. On Thanksgiving, Governor Abbott said his office is working with the Texas Health and Human Services Commission to clear that backlog. To make sure that they uh, fix any problem that's causing any delay whatsoever because we want to make sure uh, that the people who are eligible for SNAP are going to be getting uh, the food that they deserve. Tonight at 10, we'll have more on the federal investigation and hear from food banks struggling to keep up. Still to come, a fire at an apartment complex leads one South Texas boy to make a daring escape. How he managed to get out alive. Why some say software designed to keep students from having access to inappropriate content on school devices could actually be harming the students. And the Longhorns gearing up to host the Red Raiders in the last game of the regular season. An 11-year-old Southeast Texas boy is alive and safe after he broke a window to escape a fire at an apartment complex. Houston area firefighters responded in Webster on the southeast side of the metro. Kyer McWhorter said that he woke up after smelling what he thought was a candle. The 11-year-old said when he opened the door, he saw flames coming from the corner of his home. Then I broke through the window and someone came to help me get out of it. I thought, oh, there's nowhere else to go. Besides cuts to his hand and a gash on his leg, he says he is feeling okay. Two firefighters were sent to the hospital. Authorities are investigating what sparked that fire.
A traveler at the Seattle Tacoma International Airport was caught trying to conceal a knife in a loaf of bread. TSA said it recovered the hidden knife inside the loaf of bread as it made its way through security on Wednesday. A TSA spokesperson said the incident is a perfect example of what people try to do to hide items when traveling. Now that person will face a fine for trying to sneak a prohibited item through security. The world's largest iceberg is on the move for the first time in over three decades. Scientists announced today that the almost 1,500 square mile iceberg has broken free. The Antarctic iceberg is roughly three times the size of New York City. As it gains steam, the colossal iceberg will likely be launched into the Antarctic Circumpolar Current. This will funnel it toward the southern ocean on a path known as Iceberg Alley, where others of its kind can be found bobbing in dark waters. Still to come, your student's school-issued device could be monitored. What, a content school, what content school districts are flagging and how that information could be used. Lake McKinnon holding steady. Lake Travis still slowly falling on another dry day with high temperatures still below normal. A lot of chill for the next week. We'll show you when 70s come back and also more rain in first morning weather. Your student's school devices could be violating their privacy in ways that could be used against them. That's according to a new report that finds the student surveillance company called GoGuardian and others like it have access to sensitive data. JLo Washington reports what kind of content they're flagging and why the company that looked into this thinks parents need to be aware. Gun violence, historical topics, political parties, and even news and counseling or therapy websites. This is just some of the content being flagged by a student surveillance company, GoGuardian, according to a report from a nonprofit that advocates for rights online in the digital world. We just got these huge data sets where GoGuardian was flagging, as they call it, uh, students for just doing their homework, for looking for jobs online, for doing the things that you expect kids to do. According to the Electronic Frontier Foundation, the group behind the report, 88% of districts throughout the country report using a student activity monitoring software, the most common being GoGuardian. Three school districts in Texas, Lake Travis, Alvord, and Southwest ISDs, actually handed over data in which EFF analyzed. Each one of these uh, alerts, these flags, is attached to a particular student, which could flag that student for attention for discipline, could reveal things about that student that they would prefer to be private, may eventually even make its way to law enforcement. Lake Travis ISD in Central Texas told us in a statement it's had the software since 2015 and hasn't had any issues or concerns, and that GoGuardian is used solely for filtering potential harmful or obscene content. And it says it doesn't use the flagged activity feature, but other districts are using this feature, getting as many as 50,000 warnings a day, according to EFF. In fact, EFF created this this red flag quiz with real data from GoGuardian it obtained from a few school districts to help show which keywords are triggering alerts. Parents in particular for their kids should know when information is being collected on them. The Texas Public Policy Foundation says it is a difficult topic. They should be able to exercise the right to opt out of that. If that's something they're not comfortable with, there's still such a pressing need to ensure kids are kept safe from harmful content. I look at a month worth of data, I see 15,000 minimum items in there. I don't even know how you would find uh, a student who's having problems. Jayla Washington, KXAN News. 
The report also points out GoGuardian flags items that may not have even been visible to a student, including text in the underlying coding of the website. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Hopefully you enjoyed your Black Friday here. Gorgeous day. Cool night on the way. This is how it looks in southeast Austin from our Willowsea Landscape Supplies camera. Clear skies, reasonably light winds are going to mean that temperatures drop rather quickly here tonight. So bundle up if you are heading out or if you're heading to DKR for the game here uh, not too long from now. Clear skies for the time being, but clouds south of us are going to funnel in here tonight, making way for a much cloudier Saturday, although Sunday afternoon we may get a little sun. Those clouds are also going to bring some spotty showers our way, not so much for the morning, but I think around midday, afternoon, a few spotty showers come our way and into the evening as well. So a couple of opportunities for wet weather and then another uh, chance for rain coming in Sunday morning, this time from a cold front that will bring not just a couple of showers, but also cooler air that'll settle in. Right now we're at 62. In fact, our high temperature today of about 65 will be one of the warmer days we see for at least the next four or five days. Tonight we're down to 44, increasing clouds through the night. Your Saturday, it's cloudy if not mostly cloudy at best, but a 20% rain chance coming during the afternoon and early evening with a high of 62 here tomorrow. Uh, temperatures drop a little bit on Sunday thanks to the morning cold front, but much more on Monday as we're down to 54. That should be the coldest day of the week ahead. Temperatures start to rebound a little bit on Tuesday up to 59. Not much of a rebound though. Our morning low temperatures keep dropping through Tuesday morning. We're forecasting a low of 36 in Austin Tuesday, but a first warning for you in the Hill Country, that could be our next opportunity for a freeze. 31s and 32s to begin the morning Tuesday in parts of the Hill Country. Even some of the suburbs of Austin could get that cold. So bear in mind just a few days from now, that Tuesday morning temperature uh, could be cold enough for a freeze where you are. Tuesday afternoon, we're up to 59 thanks to increasing sunshine. Wednesday, the 60s return and 63. And then we look to begin a wetter weather pattern beginning Thursday into next Friday and possibly beyond. Thursday's rain chances, 50%, which is pretty high this far out. 67 for the high Thursday. And then for Friday, call it 70 degrees. Beyond the seven-day, this is basically the first week of December. Pretty good odds for wetter than normal weather that entire time. And some of our extended models beyond that also paint the picture for more rain too. So we'll keep an eye on the extended forecast. We'll keep updating things as we get closer to it. But things are looking wetter beginning at the end of next week into the first week of December. Thanks, Nick. As Texas gets ready to take the field against Texas Tech, we are live at Darrell K. Royal Memorial Stadium with what a win could mean for the Longhorns. A lot on the line today on the 40 acres with Texas hosting Texas Tech in the regular season finale. The Longhorns can clinch a spot in the Big 12 championship game with a win. Noah Gross is outside the stadium. Noah, how's it looking out there tonight? 
Man, Mike, I was expecting this to be one of the most energetic Bevo Boulevards, as you can see behind me, we've had in a long time. And it's as energetic as I've seen, maybe with the exception of Alabama and that 11 a.m. kick last season. But so much energy surrounding this one, and for good reason, as we start to kind of break it down here. Texas and Texas Tech, the rivalry that we've all known for so long. This is the last time for the foreseeable future with the Longhorns set to go to the SEC. But as far as this season goes, Texas, if they win, as you said, Mike, on the way to the Big 12 championship game. It's the biggest game for Texas in a long time, maybe since back in 2009, definitely this, since the Steve Sarkeesian era. So how does coach talk to his team about a game this big, getting him ready to face the Red Raiders? We went into this season with a mission to, to try to be champions. We felt like we were more than capable to do that, um, but that we would have to handle our business along the way. Um, I think we've performed that way, but the work's not done. And so it's not something that we shy away from or need to shy away from, but it's also not something that I need to make it even bigger this week. And as we talked about at KXAN at four, senior safety Jaron Thompson and the rest of this team. Remember, last year in Lubbock, Texas Tech won in overtime against the Longhorns. They came back, stormed the field. So with everything in line for Texas, they know how much this one means to the fan bases on both sides, which, of course, talks some smack. So you may be thinking, where else would you rather be than DKR Texas Memorial here on a Friday evening set for the Big 12 regular season finale? I got one place for you that might not be better, but our Roger Wallace has more from the Texas women's basketball team in the Virgin Islands. Longhorns are back in action tonight in the Virgin Islands. They'll take on High Point University. High Point blown out by South Florida on Thursday. Texas did that to Arizona State. Beat the Sun Devils 84-42. Leading scorer Hadija Fai remembers well what happened last year in the Bahamas when they lost their first two games. Last year it was like a lesson for us. Like it made us this year like be ready, you know, know what to expect really as a team. They didn't play well tonight and, uh, you know, we've seen enough film on them. We, we respect them. They can really shoot the crap out of it. So we're going to have to play well tomorrow and guard the three-point line. Getting off shots might be a chore for High Point against a suffocating Texas defense. For much of last night's game, Arizona State had more turnovers than field goal attempts. Late start here in the Virgin Islands just after 9 o'clock as Texas tries to get to 6-0. In the Virgin Islands, I'm Roger Wallace, KXAN News. Tonight on KXAN, it is college football on NBC before we're back with KXAN News at 10 o'clock. Or join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin. Here's where to find us over the air or through your television provider. KXAN now has daily podcasts, so you can listen to us in your car. Just search KXAN wherever you get your podcasts or find them on demand at kxan.com slash podcasts. Well, you can ring in the start of the holiday shopping season tonight in Georgetown for the lighting of the square. Just like in past years, the historic Williamson County Courthouse is the place to be starting right around now at 530. Local leaders will flip the switch at about 6 tonight and many stores will stay open late. You can also make toy donations to the Georgetown Police Department Blue Santa and to Williamson County Brown Santa as well. 
The holiday lights will remain lit every evening through New Year's Day. And if you want to check out the holiday experience in the Hill Country, Pertinalis Electric will provide the juice tonight for the famous holiday lights display in Johnson City. The lights will begin shining tonight at 6 until midnight, and that's every night through January 7th. The event goes back more than 30 years and is free to attend. And uh, Nick, it should be pretty mild out there tonight for those sorts of things. Uh, yeah, 60s now, 50s soon, so sort of starting to feel like the, the festive spirit a little bit without that weather getting too cold for you. Certainly bundle up. This is how DKR looks. Beaver Boulevard filling up and DKR starting to see some people in those uh, high seats too. Uh, as far as your forecast is concerned, tomorrow starting out mostly cloudy and then turning completely cloudy as rain chances start to tick up slightly. 10% by 1%. 20% chance for a few very light showers at 5. Then those rain chances keep going into Sunday morning. By Sunday afternoon, the sun is out, but it's breezy and cool sunshine with a high of 60. So despite the fact that Sunday has a little more sun than Saturday, Sunday is actually going to be cooler because of a morning cold front that comes through Sunday morning. As far as rain chances go, low rain chances both days of the weekend, but much higher rain chances Thursday and Friday should add up to about a quarter inch uh, or less for most of us, unless you're in our eastern counties, which should get more. Looking at our first morning weather seven-day forecast, you can see those much higher rain chances toward the end of our seven-day when temperatures get a little warmer too, Mike. All right, thanks, Nick, and thank you for watching. NBC Nightly News is next. We hope to see you back here after the game tonight.